0: An event often described as interstate rivalry. it's simply one where brothers become enemies
1: three times. Bleed Blue, the New South Wales State of Origin podcast.
0: G'day everyone and welcome back to the Bleed Blue podcast. I'm your host, Ralph Tucker. Each week we'll chat everything State of Origin related with blues legend and a man who represented New South Wales on 17 occasions between 1984 and 1991, Steve Blocker Roach. G'day Blocker.
1: Ralphie, good to talk to you this week, mate. How are you,
0: mate? I'm very well. Game day almost upon us. You must be pumped.
1: Yeah, it's been uh, pretty busy. It's a it's a long campaign, isn't it? But we needed it with um, with a couple of new halves and you know a few rookies into the side. So we need this preparation. Uh, things all change. We've been up at uh, at Cross Harbour, and when you come down here to the Pullmans, just across the road from the stadium, you can see the ANZ Stadium from where I'm sitting right now. Uh, you start to get a little bit pumped and a little bit nervous, but uh, we'll wait and see what happens Wednesday night, mate.
0: Josh Dugan out, Josh Morris in. Some would say it really strengthens the side, given Morris has done the job previously defensively on Greg Inglis. Do you go along with that theory?
1: Oh, mate, I don't think we'll lose too much, but you know, Dugan, Dugan over the last last five or six seasons been one of their best players. So you know, there, there was a reason why uh, while Morris was left out of the side, but mate. He would have been disappointed, and, and, and I'd have been disappointed if he wasn't disappointed about being left out, but now it's his opportunity. Den's doesn't sound real happy about it, but, um, you know, he's back in the side, and as you said, mate, he's, uh, he's a great defensive player. He's he's done a lot of, uh, he's done a lot of good work on Inglis on in the past, kept keeping him quiet, at least down here at ANZ Stadium anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it looks like word out tonight that Dugan may, in fact, miss the rest of the series, so that obviously tests the depth there for the Blues.
1: Yeah, you're right, mate. But there's, you know, there's a lot of blokes, there's a lot of good centers around at the moment. Gee, I'm surprised by that. Uh, I honestly thought that it was a cork elbow, and he just re-aggravated it uh, at training the other day. So, uh, yeah, gee, that's news to me, mate. But um, you know, um, Morris gets his opportunity again to take on Greg Inglis. And when I was watching, I was watching him at training the other day. Morris playing the cutout passes and all that. I think he set up. I think he set up five or six training tries. How good's that? That should equate to about three or four come origin time. How's that?
0: Oh, we can only hope. You've been close <laughs> to the boys all week. What's the mood like being within the camp?
1: Oh, mate, you know, it's amazing. You know, I'm, I'm very surprised at how, uh, how calm and collected all these young blokes are. I don't, I don't know if they're revving up inside or whether they're nervous inside, but if you look at them and you talk to them, uh, it, it doesn't look like it. You know, you, you would think that they are going for a walk in the park not playing in an origin you know
0: we mentioned last week matt moylan adam reynolds josh mansoor and dylan walker all play origin for the first time what will be going through their minds in the in the lead up to kick off
1: Uh, the biggest thing is a build-up mate the hardest part is you know waking up on game day and you know you might wake up a little bit earlier than what you normally do nervous and twitching and turning uh, you don't really have a that comfortable of a sleep the night before an origin game and you know Obviously, uh, they'll be nervous, but just hanging around all day, that's the big, uh, that's the big thing, not playing the game before you actually play uh, in your mind. And, um, but as I said, those guys, to me, they look pretty cool, calm and collective. I wonder how they'll be on Wednesday uh, leading up to the game.
0: How important do you think it is for Reynolds to have his kicking game on song? Obviously, that's probably one of the major reasons that he's been picked in the side in the first place.
1: Yeah, Queensland are putting, going to put the pressure on too. Cameron Smith come out today and said, we are going to attack Adam Reynolds madly. Well, you know, he's pretty cool, calm and collected. Broken jaw twice this year. So uh, I, think he's a, I think he's a tough little rooster. He's been on the verge of origin. He's been through the system. And, you know, I'm sure that he'll make a good account of himself. Smart enough player too if they try and attack him madly at the at the advantage line, he might just take a couple of steps backwards. I, I don't think I've ever seen a bloke that can strike the ball as well as him in general play. Uh, I've been very impressed, but, you know, it's, it, it's easy to do when there's no one in front of you. It'll be interesting to see how he goes uh, under, the, under the press cooker of, of uh, the origin. But if you're going to make it to boo, you might as well make it at home.
0: Absolutely. I guess, if anything, when comparing the sides, the Blues look to have big bodies on the bench. You expect plenty of impact from Clemar, Tamo and Fafita when they get their chance.
1: I don't think it's any sugar the way we're going to play. Uh, ANZ Stadium starting to get uh, into winter now. Late night game. slippery conditions. I think, we're going to, I, think we'll, well, I think we'll play to your strengths, do you think, after picking that side? Um, I don't think you'd have to have too much of an imagination to, to figure out how we're going to play.
0: No, absolutely. And I think if history's anything to go by, game one in the series, traditionally a bit of a dour game. So that may impl- play in the favour of New South Wales with those big forwards.
1: Yeah, let's hope so, mate. You know, it's, it's no good being big if you don't play big. So, I think that'll be the uh, that'll be the message from Laurie. And uh, you know, of course, they're under a bit of pressure. People are talking about the pressure of beating, getting beat last year. And you know, footy players have got pride, mate. They'll uh, they'll come out and make a good account of themselves for sure.
0: You mentioned Laurie there. You know him pretty well. Um, mm-hmm. on the on the outside, he presents himself as a bit of an affable character. On the inside, he's hard, isn't he? He's uh, he's a real competitor.
1: Oh mate, he's a competitor. He's got burning ambition uh, to win, mate. And uh, mate, you, you don't you don't have the record as a rugby league player, let alone a coach, uh, like Laurie Daly has, without having that burning desire. Mate, he's uh, he, he's a wonderful blade, There's no doubt about that. But he has got a, an enormous desire to win. So, mate, uh, you know, people look at him from the outside the down and in in a in a sanctum, and you know, think that he might be. You know, a, a little bit quiet, but uh, that's not the case.
0: Now, Queensland always seem to throw up a bit of a smoke screen with an injury just a few days out from the game. Cooper Cronk, do you think that injury is legit?
1: Well, I saw him hop off the plane today. It looked like he was in, it like he was in sprint, mate. So, I mean, you know, they toss this sort of stuff up all the time. I mean, we're not worried. You know, we prepare exactly the same way. I think the focus is going to be on how we're going to play rather than worry about qu- what Queensland have got to do. We've had a you know they haven't really changed that much in the last decade, have they? They've won that, you know, what is it, nine out of ten series or whatever it is. So pretty much the same sort of personnel. I think we're we're better off concentrating on what we're doing. You know,
0: do you think New South Wales can possibly unsettle them a bit with the just pure aggression in the early stages? I think is where they'd probably uh, want to direct their anger. I suppose.
1: Well, Ralphie, that's got to be the tactics, mate. You only got to look back to last year in Melbourne. You know, um, you know, the whole theme of the thing was enough is enough. You know, and. You know, Blakes like Clemmer and Woodsy and all that, they didn't they didn't take a backward step, you know, so, you know, that that virtually is the theme for those guys, you know, they've got to, they know that they've got to win in the middle of the ruck to win the game and, you know, as I said, the game hasn't changed since 1908, mate, if you win the middle and you win the play the ball, you generally win the game, so, you know, that's going to be a, a big focus for us in the first game, it's funny how, funny how origin turns out, you know, as you said, you know, the, the first one's always a real, a yeah, struggle and then it sort of opens up in game two and three, so... It's going to be interesting to see how uh, how both sides handle it uh, and how both sides come out and play in those uh, you know slippery conditions.
0: Got a few workers there in Cordner and, and Jackson. You know what you're going to get from those guys, don't you?
1: Yeah, mate. They're both they're both seasoned professionals now. You know, uh, you know, they, you know, you know what you're going to get now. I think Laurie has to spend that much time with those guys. Cordner on the left hand side hits a wonderful hole. He's a great ball runner, a courageous, a courageous type player. You know, as is Jackson too, mate. You know, though know, as you said, mate, you know what you're gonna get out of those guys. They uh, they play well virtually exactly the same way week in and week out.
0: Must be a weird feeling for you, not calling, not playing, just watching on from the stands.
1: Uh,
0: yeah, well I'm a fan, mate. I've always been a fan of the game, so
1: uh, you know, hopefully you know, hopefully a lot of people will listen to our podcast and write into the radio stations and say, Let's get the big fella back on No <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, mate. I mate, I had a good run, mate. I, I've been involved in the I've been involved in it and commentating, and been involved in the game for a long, long time, mate. I've had a good run. You just got to, uh, you just got to march on. You can't, you can't put yourself in the fetal position in the corner and just lay there and die, mate. Can you? You got to get up and go again, son. Get up and go.
0: <laughs> I love your get up and go block. I want you <laughs> to te- I want you to tell the listeners what it's like in the dressing sheds before the game. I'd imagine there'd be. Some blokes would be bouncing off the walls, and there'd be other ones that'd be fairly quiet. Is that pretty much how it is?
1: It's amazing. It's amazing that you describe it like that, mate. Uh, you know, look, everyone's got everyone's got different things that they do and different ways that they prepare themselves. And, you know, I was I was a bit of a very you know, a head knocker run under the walls and all that stuff <laughs> just to get myself ready. I knew I was going to get bashed. Playing in my position, you know you're going to get bashed anyway, mate, so you might as well bash yourself before you get out there, you know. Uh, yeah, there was, there's some some quiet ones. Olsen Filippano, who I played with at the Tigers, used to go to go to sleep before a game. And, mate, amazingly enough, sometimes he didn't wake up. So <laughs> he was a great bloke to play with and, uh, you know, he's uh, all those sort of guys make different. Everyone's different, you know, so... Uh, The the greatest thing, I think, the greatest memory for me in uh, in State of Origin was, you know, the, the touch judge banging on the door a minute before and saying, you're ready, you're ready, New South Wales, you know, and that is the greatest feeling because you all stand as one and go, well, boys, time for talk is over. Roll the sleeves up and away you go.
0: I was going to say, what are those final moments like just before you run out when the team is just by itself? Can you describe what it's like in that that last little huddle that that most teams seem to have these days, where they pat each other on the back before they go yeah. out into battle?
1: Well, especially in a state of origin, mate, your heart's nearly your heart's nearly coming out of your jumper. You know, you, you, you're filled with pride and ready to go. And I think I think what you're going to be careful of now too, and and the more experience you get, the better that you you go with it because. You know, you go out to the ground and they they muck around for five minutes and they play the national anthem and and then you know you you might get the warm up for another five minutes and away you go. What you got to be careful of is you don't actually think that you go when you get up to go out onto the ground that you, you're actually starting the game. You got to you got to click off again. You know, just turn it off and then you know when you, when you're ready to go just before kick off. When he said, "Are you ready, boys? Let's kick off." You know, that's uh, that's probably when you're uh, you know when you when you should be your most hyped.
0: Describe to me what it's like when you run up the tunnel and you hear that big crowd roar. It must be one hell of a buzz.
1: Well, you can't hear yourself think, mate uh, most well, you'd probably think that most of the time I can't hear myself think that's a grinding <laughs> noise I said as you, as I've said before, mate uh, you know it's it's deafening, mate, you know there's a lot of uh you know theres a lot of uh nervous energy going on, and just uh, it doesn't matter where you're playing origin, whether it be at home, here at AMZ or up there at Lang Park or Suncorp Stadium, as they call it now. Uh, it's deafening, mate. It's a, it's a, mate, it's a great buzz. You know, apart from, apart from your, you know, your wife having your children and, and all that sort of stuff, it's, uh, I don't think you get an adrenaline rush like that again.
0: Are you able to block out the noise when you're on the field? Can you hear the calls, or is the no, is the crowd sort of overwhelming in a, in, a, in a sense where you really have to be switched on and focused in terms of watching the other players' body language?
1: Oh, what, what I used to what I used to try and do, mate, was if I was playing up at, at Lang Park, I'd try and turn the turn the cheering around, thinking that they were cheering for me rather than <laughs> cheering for the opposition. If you understand what I mean, you just try and try and switch it over and and click that back over, you know. So. Yeah, you know, that's uh, that's always uh, that's always a, a tough and difficult time to uh, to get yourself ready to play. You
0: know. We'll wrap things up in a sec, block. But just some fi- some final thoughts on a scoreline and a and a man of the match for us.
1: Geez, Ralphie, you're putting the heat on me now, son. <laughs> I would say, I would say, I, I think we're going to see a few points. I reckon both sides have got some points, in them. I'm going to say twenty-two points to eight in favour of the New South Welshman. And my man of the match. Gee, that's going to be tough. It has to be someone that plays for 80 minutes. I would go, I think, now that again, is that grinding noise you can hear? Boyd Cordner will be the man of the match for New South Wales.
0: We'll get some good value about Boyd Cordner, so get on, punters, I'd say. I'm trying to look for an
1: 80-minute player, mate.
0: <laughs> You've done well. Blocker, enjoy game one. Try not to get too out of control, and I'll speak to you next oh, week.
1: Always a pleasure, pal. Good to talk to you.
0: There he is, Steve Blocker-Roach. If you enjoyed today's Bleed Blue podcast with Blocker, tell your mates, share a link on social media, download and subscribe in iTunes, and please leave a rating or a review so more Blues fans can jump on the bandwagon. Until next time, I'm Ralph Tucker, and you've been listening to the Bleed Blue podcast. Don't forget, Blues fans. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And for all the latest
1: state of origin news, head to nswrl.com.au.
0: Up the Blues.